Wow. Hi, Han. Hi, Kimberly. How are you? Look at us straight on. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> I know. For our visual listeners, I was going to say visual viewers, but that sounds repetitive. You may notice a bit of a alternate format going on. Han and I are going to be remote podcasting for the foreseeable future. So you can get used to our faces straight on, which is really great news for me considering I fucking hate my profile and I was so tired of watching all of our videos with me like I know like how many chins can I really have this episode we'll try yeah my chins my pit stains I've been actually reflecting on who in the world likes their side profile and if you are one of those people I'm so interested to hear from you because I have never met someone who really likes their side profile also is side profile repetitive can you just say profile? I think you could say profile, but I feel like a lot of people these days say side profile. Yeah. So if you're one of those people who likes their profile and you haven't had a nose job, by the way, because I think that's a big part of it. And you're not constantly on Facetune. <laughs> yeah. Don't hate. Um, well, <laughs> hang on. Oh, one thing hasn't changed. And that's this. Mine squirted a bit. I didn't hear yours. Oh, I didn't really hear yours either. Oh, hopefully, hopefully a silent offender. You want to know probably why? Because we're recording this on Zoom and I have like turn off background noise. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So sorry we'll for all of our ASMR fans out there, but you just missed our kelp cracking today. I have a story from this week that I want to just kick things off with because it was one of those moments in my life where... It was a comedy of errors and please, please share with the class. Um, So on a couple of days ago, I'm getting ready for a date and it was already a pretty hectic day. Work was busy. Like my whole schedule of the day got shifted back more than I would like. And I'm rushing to get ready. So, you know, how people say like nothing good happens after like midnight or 2 a.m. or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> oh, I believe no. that nothing good happens when you're in a rush. Oh, God, so, no. Yeah, I'm rushing to get ready for this date and rushing to get ready for anything is my least favorite part of life. I like my like four hour get ready is like I don't want to rush. I just hate that feeling. So I'm getting ready and I have like. 30 minutes to do a full beat on my face, blow dry my hair and like get out the door. So I'm like, well, I deserve a glass of wine to get through this. Well, I'm not doing dry January for our listeners at no. home. Um, so I go to pour my glass of wine and I'm like, you know what? I'm a stemmed wine glass girl. Like I prefer them. It makes me feel classier. So I'm like, I'm going to kick off tonight with good vibes and use a stemmed wine glass. So I'm in my bathroom. The glass is sitting to the left of my sink, which is then the end of my vanity and my toilet. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my hair. I guess I'm already clumsy as it is. I can barely walk without falling, but I'm standing in my bathroom. Somehow the brush leaves my hand, flies into my wine glass, which then sends the wine glass crashing into my toilet, shatters everywhere. It's two days later. I'm still cleaning red wine up off the wall. It won't come off. I keep finding splatters on places that like you would just never really assume it would have gotten to. It's everywhere. So now I'm like, well, I have to clean this up or else it's going to last all night. And I have a cat. So I'm like, there can't be shattered glass all over the bathroom. So I'm panicking to clean it up. I get all of the glass up, which is the most important part. My walls look ridiculous, but I'm like, whatever. I'm already so late. Like I have to just deal with this tomorrow. So I'm going to get dressed. I already knew what I was going to wear because I got this new shirt last week that I really liked. I knew that the arms were like a little tight. So I needed to like slowly put them on. I didn't slowly put them on. And in the process, one of them starts to rip like in the underarm seam. <laughs> and I'm standing there looking in the mirror. And I'm like, can she get away with it for the night? And as I'm just like looking at myself from different angles and noticing how obvious the rip is, I'm like, no she can't so then oh I have God. to panic find another shirt which like for all of our girlies out there listening when you're already in a rush you already feel like shit you've had a bad day like 
the chance of me last minute finding another outfit that I feel good in is slim to none. So I had to panic find another shirt and run out the door. And it was just one of those like strings of events where I was like, one more thing and I'm going to have a mental B. Like, it just wasn't good. It it really was like anything that can go wrong would go wrong for you getting mm-hmm. ready. That is yeah. crazy. It's almost like when you got mustard everywhere and then you were still cleaning up mustard weeks later. Speaking of yesterday no way Mm -hmm. yesterday I'm (laughs) so I've been really struggling to find ski pants that fit my body type because I have a bigger hip and butt area and then a smaller waist so I live by the Abercrombie curve love line but they don't really make shit like that (laughs) (laughs) they do not Abercrombie Abercrombie please I know so I've been shopping like nonstop trying to find ski pants that fit me and I had a delivery come in yesterday from the brand half days and I ordered two different sizes and I was trying them on and my try test always includes like a full lay down to get up because I'm like if I fall I need to know that I can like get up with some type of agility so I'm not just like frozen in place on the mountain I don't want to rip my pants open like the second I try and stand up right so I am laying fully flat on the ground by where we keep these bar stools that I'm currently sitting in normally. And as I'm getting up, I look at the back of the bar stool and I'm just like, this shit is covered in mustard. (laughs) (laughs) There were mustard splatters everywhere that I normally wouldn't notice because it's at like, I guess, torso level. And my face is never really down there in that Mm -hmm. area of my apartment or anywhere. And I just started like chipping it off with my finger. And I was like, how the fuck have I gotten mustard literally all over this part of my apartment? Dude. And Holly probably saw it and was like, my mom's fucking slacking. Yeah. I don't know how I managed to do that, but it's still on our office door. It's still on parts of the ceiling and mustard stains. Like it's leaving bright yellow stains, even when you chip off like the actual food residue. Yeah the color on our white walls is still it's just yeah I'm a mess so I need to order some like wall cleaner (laughs) just fucking bleach your apartment like yeah just repaint it and I'm embarrassed to reach out to our maintenance people and be like hey um do you have touch-up paint because (laughs) my bathroom looks like a massacre and my kitchen looks like a McDonald's so You'd be great at cleaning up blood because you've had to deal with mustard and red wine so many times. I know that feels like the next logical step. (laughs) (laughs) Just American psycho up here. Oh my God. Um, Okay. I think the next thing that we should get into in terms of it being the new year season is talking about ins and outs. Oh my gosh. I'm sure you have a list. I do. And I want to share. I love a good in and out list. I think they're so funny. My favorite. And I don't know if he made one this year, but I have also talked in the past, I think on this podcast about my passion for his Instagram um, flume, Mm -hmm. a wonderful social media presence. He's so funny, but he makes really good ins and outs list every year. (laughs) Amazing. Um, And they always inspire me to try to make mine funnier. So I have mine up. And I'm happy to start, or if you want to start, you can too. You can start. This is your passion. It is my passion. My passion project is my 2024 ins and outs list. Okay. So mine are all kind of written in parallel structure. Our friend inspired me to do this because it made it more clear, like what was in in place of something being out. Mm. So to begin, we have in is trips to your friend's college towns and out is bachelor and bachelorette parties. Like for sure. I want to go to a Penn State football game. I want to go see Brown. I want to go to all the places that our friends went to school and see them. And I want to bring you guys to Chapel Hill. I don't want to go on another bachelorette party ever. I think social media has completely blown up expectations for what these parties are and were. Like it used to be the fucking night before your wedding. Go out, take a couple of tequila shots, wake up and get married. I'm not going to Mexico for you no I'm not spending like yeah thousands 
thousands. And then you go and they're like, oh, we have to pay for the bride. I'm like, no, my gift to the bride is me going, not me going and also paying for you to go to your own party that was your own fucking idea. Correct. Do you invite people to your birthday party? And then, I mean, I guess sometimes they pay for your birthday dinner. But like if you're throwing a party, I don't know. I there's it's it's like all like a price range like a dinner is probably gonna be like a hundred bucks a head and so like you like at most if you're going to like somewhere fancy or something in a big city so you splitting that with however many people normally makes sense like that's affordable for whoever's going to that dinner in the first place if i'm spending thousands to go to your fucking you know beach week basically like I'm like we don't need to relive our college days just before you get married like I just I I also feel like it takes the focus off of like the importance of spending time together and places it on like our matching outfits and what I'm going to post on Instagram afterward and it Mm -hmm. just feels like so showy to me and I've gone on bachelorette parties and I've never had a bad time like I've never looked on back on it and been like oh I really regret going like obviously I always have fun and I love my friends who have hosted them but I'm just like over it at this point I've gone to so many and I've shelled out so much cash for it I finally have zero trips this year and I'm so excited about it so yeah and guaranteed your bestie Bryn Lee or whoever the fuck is getting married (laughs) is not an influencer anyway so why are we curating social for like the 50 guys in the hometown that are gonna like her her post anyway I don't know I don't know Um, it's just yeah I'm with you. Why do I feel like this episode is literally only going to be ins and outs and then we're going to have to That's save what it is. our other plans? It's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll roll with it. Um, My other in is nice watches and out is Apple watches, Um, specifically Apple watches when you're dressed up. I'm, uh, yeah. oh, I mean, yeah, I'm still wearing my Apple watch, but I'm in my like work from home slum clothes right now. So it's For fine. Sure. But nice watches when you're dressed up. I'm really excited to start that era of my life and start like, investing in actual like real-time pieces instead of just looking like a spy kid um in panic ordering dirty martinis until I like them out espresso martinis oh I'm gonna keep drinking espresso martinis because I love olives but I'm not a martini dirty martini girl um neither am I Uh, but (laughs) we're gonna try to get there I panic ordered one in December and got through it and didn't hate it. Okay. Um, so I feel like I could get there. The espresso martinis, I'm just like tired of them. I never really I feel that like great and making them. I like making I them a lot more than going out and ordering them. Cause when you order them, it's a crapshoot. And they're like twenty five dollars. Yeah. Now, one we made in December hand before we went to Adam and Melissa's Christmas party with like the peppermint in it. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm all about making your own espresso yeah. martinis. And making your DIY cocktails. We've been making our own old fashions and it's been amazing. Um, so yeah, homemade cocktails in. Perfect. Um, another in is natural hair color. Um, I feel like this is really me projecting. I've been growing mine out. How did? Oh yeah, girl. I influenced you. Um, projecting my like dark hair color onto other people. It's really more for like people with my hair color. I think when you have hair like this dark, sometimes highlights just, you end up looking like Cassidy Pope from like 2014 where it's just like chunky. Yeah. You're getting close to the skunk highlight era of like Kelly Clarkson 2002 or whatever I'm just really vibing with natural hair lately and like the uh blonde is coming back I know all my blonde girlies out there have high maintenance like highlights and that's fine do you but I'm just I'm I'm vibing with my natural hair right now um out Dyson air wraps my natural hair my natural hair is the blonde so I'm all for that Dyson air wraps I've never really understood they're so expensive and they don't, I think it's nice for like the blowout effect, but it's like, if you wanted a curl, you still yeah. have to like curl your fucking hair. To be fair, I've never used one, but I, every time I see people use it, I'm like, that's not going to hold all day. It and looks great I, now, but yeah. And it like tailored my TikTok now. So I'm on anti-Dyson air up TikTok mm-hmm. and all I see are people being like, it doesn't hold. And I'm like, okay, that's all I needed. Um, in sub tweets, bring it back. 
that was such a fun era passive aggressiveness yeah. <laughs> just like let's bring it back um and out is be real which i actually might be taking back oh really because I got back into religiously using it and I'm like, it's kind of funny again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I deleted it off my phone at like the beginning of December for storage um, mm -hmm. in like the heat of a night out or something because I had to offload all my pictures, but I haven't put it back on and I haven't missed it. Oh, no, yeah. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. Like yesterday it went off and I just looked so awful. I, I still posted it because I'm, you know, hashtag real. So real. But um, I love, obviously it's not like a niche interest. I love skincare and I have realized recently that my skin is a lot more dry than I'd like to admit. So in the winter, I need to change my routine because I use a lot of acids on my face like every day and it's mm -hmm. just harsh. So you can't tell cause I have makeup on right now, but my eye sockets are chemical burned. Um, and like, you did that not long ago too, um, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. spray burning my skin off, um, which isn't great. So I like post this B-roll yesterday and the sock, my eye sockets are just like red and flaky. And I'm like, this, this isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I'm like halfway through my, not halfway through my list, but I've done a few. Do you want to get into sure. your? Sure. So I actually rebranded my ins and outs as more in 2024 and bore in 2024. I'm so it's not necessarily out. It's just a little overdone like, and dry. Mm, um, yeah. That's kind of how I feel about espresso martinis. Like, will I go a whole calendar year without absolutely like housing one at four in the morning somewhere that I shouldn't be? No. But do I want it to be like my preferred cocktail? Also, no. Yeah. Okay. So first and foremost, my more in 2024, I D DIY. We're doing more DIY this year. Yes. I we crafted on Tuesday. I had the time of my life. Yeah. Arts and crafts. We are figuring out how to, you know, maybe make a uh little jewelry thing we are yeah getting into yeah, doing our own cocktails <laughs> we are you know going to bedazzle our own purses instead of going on fucking Shein or whatever and buying one yeah. for five dollars but you know just figuring out how we can use what we have and be uh, realistic so yeah. we're DIYing girls yes. I mean maybe if there's a leak call a plumber but other than that like <laughs> I you have know, don't flood your apartment that does that mean that Pinterest is also in I, if it helps you get inspired then sure Pinterest I feel like out for me but I, yeah I mean if Pinterest helps you like organize your stuff clearly and find and bookmark things easier then like go for it to me Pinterest is just an organization tool yeah it really is I'm it's not social media it's just to like no. a planner <laughs> yeah and literally it's like a yeah. tumbler for like prettier things and less porn correct correct yeah so we're getting into DIY this year um which I'm really excited because I am going through a lot of my closet and items at the end of the year here there mm -hmm. are some things that don't fit me anymore because I lost some weight last year um <laughs> but now I'm like oh this shirt that's too big I can you know, fashion it into some cute like crop top or something or like, yeah. you know, like taking a dress and making a skirt out of it. So like just figuring out how to do things. I mean, DIY at your level, obviously, but I'm calling more DIY this year. Love. Um, I also think that the um, cheese trap emoji is in for 2024. I want more traps. I want more luring. So in, I've been really studying the way that you guys use it. Mm -hmm. because you're very good at deploying that emoji and I haven't really like locked in my voice with it yet yeah I feel like it's one of those slangy trendy things that takes a while for me to catch on to like it took a really long time for me to understand what like how to use cap and like no cap and normal <laughs> sentences similarly bet like there are just things that I am like I'm not sure I'm like online enough to use this correctly and sound like I know what I'm doing. So yeah, really I mean, like some of that stuff is like fun to do facetiously too. But yeah. the the cheese trap I feel like is great with like certain sarcastic comments or like if you're yeah. texting someone and you're trying to like low key Pavlov them. Yeah, <laughs> our friend it's the other great. day texted our group chat and she goes, 
it's the day after my birthday and then new text goes because everyone knows when that is and then sent the cheese strap emoji and I was like see that's so it was so good it was so funny yeah so more more of those unhinged emojis the cheese trap for sure um I also feel like the phrase you don't see that a lot these days okay in um somebody more. is wearing um in more and I feel okay. like it's like somebody's wearing like camo and an orange beanie you're like and you don't see that a lot these days <laughs> so you can use it facetiously I but I also say, think it's fun like to be like that. <laughs> yeah but I also think it's something to be like I saw a meme where it was like um I was sitting in a restaurant eating soup by a window and these girls walked by and said oh my god he's eating soup you don't see that a lot these days okay I <laughs> like, just I like really random idea. or really yeah. facetious it's like oh my god that guy's sweeping his front steps you don't see that a lot these days like, <laughs> something very mundane you know yeah yeah I love that um so for my some of my bores um I I think store-bought costumes are out that's in line with DIY kind of okay yeah you know like I'm tired of nurse yeah I'm tired Halloween and then like if you have theme parties or like whatever you want something mm -hmm. for like a rave I don't know where else people wear costumes but like those themes that I'd like again you probably at this point in your life have enough things to kind of figure something out yeah or you have somebody who does have something that you need and it's just being yeah. a little bit more resourceful I yeah I love that um I also think that um <clears throat> grayish is out okay like the color of your walls everything that I'm sitting in right now yeah that okay that be I agree with you because I feel like that is on par with the clean girl aesthetic like have you seen those girlies on TikTok who only dress in that color and their whole rooms are that color and 50 shades of grayish they have this Stanley cup God. and like the little trinket dish that's shaped like a cloud and like the Marc Jacobs tote bag and cream. And I'm like, have you ever considered? It's boring designer. Yeah. I just, I get the like minimalism side to that. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, it's so drab sometimes. And like, I love all the color in my apartment. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm with that. Grayish yeah. is out. I, I, I love color. I love, you know, I understand the point of neutrals. It's great. Yeah, you have for staples and classic things love but sometimes it's just too much I um, have one on my end list that kind of goes hand in hand with that please heavy eye makeup oh yes is back and I I just want to say I fucking called this before all the girlies did because I literally made this I don't know if my camera is going to pick up on it on January 1st mm-hmm at 7 p.m. and now all I'm seeing on TikTok is that clean girl aesthetic is out and mob boss wife aesthetic is in and like I think Saltburn had a lot to do with this because yeah with Veronica the sister in it wears is that her name yeah she wears like really smudgy eye makeup and now everyone is bringing back the like skins like Effie aesthetic and I'm like so I was right and you well, guys are a week late it was it was going to happen because if we think about what's been coming back as we just kind of went through like the 90s grunge resurgence totally yeah which and then saltburn takes place in like the early mid 2000s yeah. so like 2004 2006 2007 which yeah. we all know the tight lining the black eyeliner the jenny humphrey like yeah. that's and so <laughs> unfortunately but like unfortunately that means that the 2010s are around the corner the 2010s okay, we'll get through it we'll get through it yeah I mean also kind of on par with that I have in is wearing vans oh yeah vans I, are in vans are in vans are back um and I think living in vans is out like the actual act of living in a car Oh, oh my I think God. it serves some people really well. And I guess this is not, I don't really care if you live in a van. I'm just tired of seeing content about it. Yeah. I don't That's think living, 
I think I, I agree with you because I don't think it should be a trend. I think it yeah. should be like, this literally fits my, it's my how lifestyle. I am. Like, yeah. I like to go climbing. I like to go surfing. I'm, like, I'm yeah. hiking. I'm always out. I'm always traveling. I don't like being tied down. Like, that's I also for think sure. part of the funny part of it to me is that so many of these people that I see are like, we just want to like minimize our lives. And then they spend like, hundreds of thousands of dollars renovating this van and making it as bougie as possible and I'm like what it it is okay. clean girl aesthetic meets the rugged van life and yeah. those are that's yes. like the Venn diagram section that I'm sick of yeah I also feel really bad for the people who have pets and yeah do, like I it get depends. you are stopping frequently and like letting your dog run but it just I don't know I'm like I, I've seen this one girl who has like a giant lab in a van and I'm like there's yeah. no for your dog to go when you're yeah I don't know it's just a lot for me yeah I mean some animals thrive on that and some yeah. animals it's not going to be for them so thoughts yeah. and prayers Th thoughts and prayers with those animals <laughs> yeah I'm sure they're fine um so, hang on <laughs> another one that like it's fitting in with all of these trends perfect and is uh for me dubstep in in fucking in it's been helping my workouts so much and i think that there's a really strong pipeline of like emo kids to like head bangers whatever people who listen to dubstep and i get it now yeah I've been listening to hardcore dubstep and i'm like oh shit i really like this because it mm -hmm. reminds me of like the heavy punk music that i also really like yeah so i like i can't get stuff done i realize like i have to like put my music on like that specific like edm dubstep like harder you yeah. know in order for me to just like make brain go fast you know yeah <laughs> so i'm with you bring it in bring it back bring it back. um but on also relevant was um minimalism is a bore for me i think it's boring mm -hmm. at this point yeah um again like i get wanting to have like maybe a clean aesthetic in your home because it's like nice to have company over something and like you know it's easy to match new furniture if you have some neutrals and shit but I'm yeah. also like I want personality yeah because your minimalistic or grayish home right now tells me that you're fucking boring yeah like Kim Kardashian's I'm like that's even like more brutalist which is just weird is. like imagine being a kid growing up in that I was just thinking that I was like if you grow up in essentially what looks like the padded walls of an insane asylum like well if, some people get toys like that for their kids and it's like learning blocks and stuff and they're all gray and beige I colored just saw someone on tiktok Hannah she calls herself a beige mom she bought her toddler son a like little three foot basketball hoop like one of the plastic probably like fisher price ones for christmas and spray painted it grayish oh my god so this kid is in a grayish home a grayish living room with his new toy that is now painted grayish in a basketball that is grayish and i'm like this i want to fast forward 25 years when we find out the psychological effects on these kids we already know the way that <laughs> toys are designed to have color yeah. and everything is for your child's developmental growth in their yeah. head so that they can identify colors they can in contrast yeah and they understand how things work and like kids are being I'm like this is literally natural selection is happening but it's not because the kid's doing something it's the parent so the parent is putting natural selection on their kid right now. Their bloodline is going to like change drastically because of this. I'm yeah. betting it. Anyway. It makes me really sad. <laughs> it's really fucked up. But yeah, you like walk in a home. I mean, we've, we've babysat before. You know, yeah. that's what they tell you as a young female to like your first job should be babysitting. Cool. Uh, but like, <laughs> you know, toys are supposed to be everywhere. Like they're supposed to be yeah. random shit. It's not supposed to look good when you have kids. Yeah. Um. Speaking of babysitting, I had to run an errand the other day uh oh you made fun of me for and I uh -oh. again I'm gonna share with the class but babysitting reminded me of it because one of my errands was having to go to the bank I had to go deposit a check and I'm standing in line in like a physical bank and I get up to the window and he goes 
do you have your debit card? And I just look at him and I'm like, no, like I genuinely don't know where my debit card is. I think it is directly to my left in my bedside table. However, I don't use it. I don't keep it on me because if I were to lose my wallet, then someone's going to drain my bank account. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't keep that thing on me. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay, well, do you have your ID? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And he was like, okay, that works. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I don't think I've been to a bank since I was depositing babysitting cash in like high school. Maybe I was like, it has. Also, why didn't he ask for your bank account number? I don't know. It was an interesting experience, but um, the reason everyone, Hannah, was making fun of me for this errand is because it sounded like I was living in the 1920s. You the were. List of things I had to do. I had to go to the bank. Physically. Um, physically. My next, not spiritually. <laughs> spiritually, I am never at the Mentally, bank. Mentally, I'm at the bank. <laughs> spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, I'm never at the bank. Money is not real, and I don't treat it as so. Um. I had to go to physically to a bank. I had to um, go to my cobbler because I had two broken purses that I have been just pushing on the back burner. My cobbler now has a fucking four month waiting list. So also, can we come up with a better name? I have a cop. My cobbler has a waiting list. Can we come up with a better name for a shoe repairman than a cobbler? is that a beach cobbler yeah i feel like it's just so archaic and old-timey to say cobbler like oh i gotta go to the cobbler (laughs) my cobbler has a four-month waiting list (laughs) like i should have said all this in a transatlantic accent Um, i went to the bank and then i had to go to the cobbler to drop off my purses yeah and then i had to walk uh i had to walk down the street and get film developed from an actual (laughs) film camera yeah and which I know has like been a trendy thing that people are doing now anyway. It's like how vinyls came back. But these three errands were like the most ridiculously not up to par with 2024 things that I could have possibly done. Like I'm not going to an Apple store. I'm not going to some overpriced workout class. I'm going to the cobbler. <laughs> and it cobbler's in. <laughs> Old timey Aaron runs in. In. <laughs> good times fucking great calling people cowards i want more of that in 2024 yeah i've got a few yeah speaking of cowards the guy that i absolutely dragged on last week's episode at the end if you haven't listened i had a story about someone who really wronged me and i just aired all of that dirty laundry publicly on the internet um he's out and alternatively our friend is in in place of that not that they ever really were interchangeable but i just needed again as i mentioned that parallel structure so replacing shit people with the people that bring you joy and pour back into your cup and we pour into their cup yeah replacing those people that's in yeah move them out of the pyramid the toxic Mm -hmm. um similar to that slay bore bore in 2024 (laughs) being fumbled I'm oh. tired of being fumbled. We're not yeah. we're not oh. dealing with that anymore. Praise to the fucking choir. The second you you like butter hands like boop, 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 the ball in the air. Sure. I'm the ball. The second yeah. you boop, 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 me in the air, I'm like, okay. Mm, bye. Backseat, consider it taken. Yeah. I'm I'm just consider it taken. Scurrying away. Um, actually, consider me skateboarding holding onto a rope behind the car that you're driving that is the level of effort i will be putting in when a fumble occurs yeah i'm i'm actually calling an uber i'm out of the car the north sea has been slaying lately so literally and cruises are so out can i gaslight myself for a second fucking saying slay out someone has to stop me speaking of being like pavloved i need to start giving myself a paper cut every time i say it I'm going to start making a noise that you hate whenever you say it now. I don't think that's enough. Hmm. I really don't think it's enough. Also, Darn. speaking of paper cuts, I said that burn scars are in. Um, scars not- are in. Scars tell a story. Now, you specifically burn scars? For me? <laughs> oh, um, okay. For you, and- but. Yeah, because, so I don't know if anyone's watching this, but my forearm. No one's watching us, let's be has- real 
become a constellation of burn scars and it's only there. So I've come up with this working theory and, and we can expand on this going forward that someone has a voodoo doll of me that is just one arm in a fireplace <laughs> because I keep getting burns on this arm in the same place and it looks so weird um, they're like laying you near a candle and accidentally like bumping you into it yes exactly so burn scars are in and unexplained bruises are out which I also get a lot of but I'm I'm trying to to minimize that this year in 2020 we're owning our scars in 2024 yeah um <clears throat> I would like to say that also on the vein of minimalism being out unapologetic accessorizing is in mm, if I want to wear big earrings and a necklace because I yeah. like them I'm gonna wear it yeah I always feel like rules like that are so subjective anyway they're like mm -hmm. oh well, if you're wearing a boat neck top then you should wear a choker length necklace and I'm like I don't okay maybe what if I just put stuff on that I like and if I think it looks good then I'm gonna wear it yeah yeah I agree and, and people can suck my dick over it like I don't know yes they can Hannah good energy I hope they do anyway unapologetic accessorizing okay yeah. um let's see oh words of affirmation more of that in 2024 I Yes, I agree. I have realized that I am more of a words of affirmation person than I thought. Like, mm -hmm. it's not enough for you to really like show me and show up for me and like be a touchy feely or whatever. If you're not sitting in front of me being like, I like and appreciate you as a person, I cannot convince myself that it's true. Correct. And I realized that I don't say words of affirmation enough even though I think them and feel them a lot um and I also realize that I'm very uncomfortable receiving words of affirmation yeah so I, those are things I want to work on in 2024 I um, feel like I've been giving more words of affirmation in an effort to receive them and it's, mm -hmm. it's not working yeah it's like I realize that like <laughs> you know I grew up in a household where it's like it's not like people aren't like I'm proud of you I love you whatever but it's yeah. just like some things were just like assumed I think right. like okay you did well like good job but then it's yeah. like sometimes you realize as an adult like it would have been nice to hear it more often or something um my sister and I talk yeah. about it so it's just working on that in 2024 and getting those Sim similarly physical touch as your love language is a fucking bore interesting either like I know that physical touch can be a love language and it can show people affection in certain ways mm -hmm. but I think there's a certain fact of people that that applies to and I think mm -hmm. there are another camp of people that view physical touch as like I want to be like heavy PDA the whole time and I want to be like heavy PDA, PDA has never been in yeah exactly and, and I think some people never feel like back. physical touch is like like you have to be t like holding my hand in public at all times my line of pda has always been cut at the fact that it shouldn't be a question that we're together but i don't want to make um, people uncomfortable like put your hand on the small of my back like that type of like if we're walking between one place and another sure i'll hold your hand but i like do not keep your hand on my knee at dinner absolute like things like that i'm just like like the rubbing like up uh, no yeah so, I would get uncomfortable um yeah it's like I'm if it makes you like happy then I'm happy for you but sometimes when it it's like so much and you're at a bar and you're just seeing this couple be like so obsessed with each other I'm like do you not care about how uncomfortable you're making everyone else well and I think there's also like some people are like touch starved like for me living alone and yeah. then you like start to get like more physical touch in your life from someone yeah. you're like wow that's really nice but then you realize it's like just because I haven't had it in a while doesn't mean I suddenly like Need have physical touch as a love language yeah. yeah so I'm also like if you don't have it a lot it's a different adjustment that doesn't necessarily make it a love language yeah so I, I feel like it's often like just misconstrued. And so I just think it's a little icky when people say like their number one love language is like physical touch. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. 
it's um, also I feel like there are different you receive and give like your love language differently like I I feel like mine have changed in the last year so like maybe I'm due to retake the test yeah but, like I I honestly might think that physical touch is my give like if I'm touchy-feely with you like you should know that that probably means I'm obsessed with you for sure attracted to you because I hate receiving it yeah. like I want you to initiate I have to open that door so it's like different in that regard yeah I agree I mean love languages in general I feel like can kind of be on the out I feel like it's just yeah it was helpful for us to start a communication as a society mm-hmm. um but I think there's just so much more to date you want to know what I think stuff. can replace it what understanding your attachment style true like we're moving on from knowing what your love language is and being able to communicate that to your partner we're moving on from that and we're understanding our attachment styles and if we're anxious or avoidant or avoidant fearful or any of them figure it out because it is so helpful in your personal growth in a relationship and yeah I think it's I think it's great um my last sort of things for my list here are um I want to say that doing a bit is kind of boring I agree with that because now we're in 2024 we're putting on a show Mm -hmm. we're doing a facade we're putting on a show we have theatrics in Mm -hmm. okay we're being we're doing a whole a whole shebang like it's not just a bit okay yeah we're literally like I have practiced I've rehearsed we have mm-hmm. tech we mm-hmm. have you know we have people <laughs> in the pit playing music we have a- we have awesome. a set we have a dress rehearsal yeah we tech week was a great we're ready to open you know like Love. we're going full throttle yeah tech week. oh these words are coming back to me yeah I agree with that I love that yeah I just like <laughs> I'm doing a bit it's a bit no it's like literally a part of me okay I have another one I'd like to add as like a uh, like part a to that being a bore um doing things for the plot yeah just do it Mikey just just do it but also stop using it as an excuse to be a chaotic disaster it's like when people said YOLO and did the dumbest shit ever yeah I'm like doing it for the plot is fine if you're like looking to have that character growth but when people really make fucked up decisions that are like i mean look we all self-deprecate whatever yeah, we're all gonna have our ins and outs of toxicity for sure Being like oh i'm gonna contact my abusive ex because i'm like want to get laid tonight for the plot i'm like oh my god you're gonna need five more years of therapy after but sure like let's consider maybe the long term a little bit harder than just the funny story you're gonna tell at brunch with the girls on saturday morning yeah, Susan, you're not doing it for the plot. You just don't have any self control. Yeah. Also, I'm like, like I'm sorry. Like you just aware. literally, and you might be self aware. It's just like you can't stop yourself from texting your ex Brian. Like I don't know. Um, speaking of Brian's, my one of my last couple ins and outs here is my in is Zach Brian and Brianna Chicken Fries relationship. Um, because they're so cute and obsessed with each other and it seems really real on the internet which I know is like take it with a grain of salt but on the flip side of that the out is all of the romance media and rumors surrounding Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney because of their recent rom-com that came out I'm so tired of seeing that content I care if they cheated on each other's like spouses whatever that was the wrong (laughs) cheated on yeah you know what I mean I'm just tired of seeing that PR content I think it's really icky and I'm over it um and lastly sorry no I have something on the same vein as that is I hate when people like especially because like red carpet season is upon us people like they shared like a touch or a glance and all of a sudden there's like 20,000 TikToks about like this one interaction and it's like have you ever thought that they yes. just exchanged a glance because they're Kylie like Jenner telling Selena Gomez that she couldn't take a picture with Timothy Chalamet. I don't care. I don't. Yeah. Or it's someone There's sitting in an interview. Something deeper going on. I yeah. don't care. Someone sitting in an interview on like Good Morning America and like co-stars happen to glance across their other co-stars and make eye contact and smile. Yeah. 
you make eye contact with somebody what are you gonna do I'm either making a face or I'm smiling yeah absolute dead way um in ordering pizza pizza is having a resurgence in my life I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode but I can't stop thinking about it it's on my brain constantly and I want it constantly Mm -hmm. Uh, out is lay dip which is a DC restaurant (laughs) I've never been Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Han. Well, I guess we'll have to wait till 2025. <laughs> no, it's okay. It can be out. I Lay haven't Dip gone in a- seven years. I think I can probably go another. Yeah. Lay Dip is a poor excuse for a French restaurant in DC. It is extremely overrated. Yeah. It's historically been very facey, like politicians. It's one of those like tourist trap restaurants. Instagram. Yeah. Very touristy. And I just am tired of it. I think the only acceptable time to go to Lay Dip is when it is spontaneous unplanned and you pop in on like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon you get a late lunch and a cappuccino and you leave like ooh, a cappuccino afternoon well it's French not Italian so it's fine (laughs) um yeah I also have that girl on my out list what's that like the same with like the clean aesthetic like oh oh that girl like she has on her matching workout set that probably costs four hundred dollars and she has like the whole aesthetic iPhone set up and it's just like be whoever the fuck you want. Those you girls who are like get ready iPhone. with me to work from home and they oh, like have what, what do you mean? Beige highlighters. Beige, beige yeah. highlighters. That's literally the opposite of what a highlighter is. How do you highlight? How are you calling beige? attention to yourself if it's all beige? I just yeah, and the get ready with me to work from home. I'm like, what are you doing? And then they just like write in their planners. Clean off my iPad screen. Write yeah. in my planner. Go on my online calendar <laughs> and put everything I put in my planner. And then have they're the done. same. Have the the interesting shaped ice in my aesthetic glass yes. with a glass the straw. Ice. And then I also have my Stanley tumbler. Hey, listen. I'm just saying. I do like my Stanley, but I'm a Tervis girl. Fair enough. I need a lid. I'm too clumsy. Okay. I think that concludes our ins and outs list. Basically like there were a lot and it did take up essentially the whole episode, but I think it was really important to talk about all of these things. I agree. What else would we like to talk about to close out? Um, something that did strike my brain as I was running my archaic errand is how I feel like this is a common Uh, experience when you're going to a place that you've never been before so for example on that errand I was going into a bank branch that I had never been to and I was going to a film store like camera store that I had never been to and of course like our GPS and our modern maps are all incredible but as I'm walking around DC I'm still like hmm where's the door is it going to be the right address is the Google listing going to be updated or did this branch close in COVID and it's not like there are just all of these questions that kind of give you anxiety as you're going to a place you've never been it's like how we turn the radio down when we're trying to find parking it's like it's just I don't know there's something about it delivery drivers have to do that every day like that is some level of bravery that I will never achieve yeah I just thought about it and I was like, wow, they are really our modern day heroes. And I love how some people like put the little carts out with treats and Gatorades and whatever, especially during the holiday season. But I was just walking around DC, seeing all these delivery drivers like pop out and like have to press a call button and be like, yeah, like I'm here for a delivery. I literally saw this happen and um, by that one speakeasy, the mirror. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm here with UPS. And I was like, oh, you must be so confused. Like that sucks. <laughs> it's behind a mirror. Yeah. But like also <laughs> that's the city where you have so many doors and options. You're like, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. What about out in the like more rural area where you're like, I have to go in this mountainous back road and then on yeah. this like not paved road to get to a driveway that's two miles long I don't know man it's crazy I I mean hats off to them they are really that's what I'm saying hats off to the strongest soldiers bravest soldiers God's favorite I always try to thank them when I see them in our package room here I'm like thank you because you're so much more to me and it was probably really confusing that 
my package room in this building is on the second floor and you have to put in a code to get in and then it's like this whole technological system that yeah and buildings be changing their shit all the time too they're like hey one day you give it to the concierge and the next day you have to james bond into a room more love for delivery drivers delivery drivers are in in 2024 i'm sending them all of my love um let's end on talking about some of our resolutions and then i didn't make any not a single one my only one is waking up early and i have only done it (laughs) twice this week amazing i feel like resolutions are one of those things that i have to remind myself not to be so hard about like Mm -hmm. This week was my first full week back at work and I woke up early two of the days. That's more than I did last year. So I'm chalking it up to a dub. That's nice. Yeah. I I think that's good too. I mean, that's something that like I've always struggled with, um, with like goal setting and then as part of being you know, in corporate America and teaching people like shit, you have to remind folks that like progress, it's not linear. It's going to look like a hot fucking mess. And it's like, people always like, oh, you should improve a little bit every day. That's not realistic. That's not doable. That's not possible. There are going to be days where you aren't improving and you're going to like forget something or you're going to We'll call it a relapse. I don't know. Um, yeah. But like you'll you'll kind of go backwards, two steps forward, one step yeah. back. But then you're going to take another night, two steps. I was out later than I expected. I'm not going to fucking wake up at seven and go to the gym. Yeah. I'm not. And that's okay. Because if I did still do that, then I would set myself up for failure on Thursday night when I'm so tired from getting fucking four hours of sleep. Yeah. So it's like you got to. It's all a little song and dance that we do to try exactly. to help people as long as the trend is upward in the positive of what you yeah. want it to be that's the and sign that you're showing your progress resolved correct resoluted you did it <laughs> sorry guys if it smells i had to resolute i resoluted Ooh, sorry this was fun i hope everyone can have some patience with us as we navigate the remote podcast lifestyle going forward if you have any ideas or recommendations for us feel free to drop us a line yeah and um hopefully the sound is okay but i guess we'll find out we'll we'll find out it'll be a test and um everybody go watch salt burn if you haven't so we can talk about it next week oh yes please just maybe amazing calm your stomach before going into it well i don't think you need to but that was just me um, it made me nauseous personally, so I laughed a lot. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll chat. <laughs> we'll chat about it next week. All right, bye, stupid idiots. Bye. bye. bye.